Hello, welcome to Inside Anna's Mind podcast. I hope you're well. I'm Anna here and I'm excited for this episode today. I did an 18 kilometer run this morning, which was kind of crazy. And it was actually really good. Like I didn't put too much pressure on it because I have to squeeze in quite a few runs at the moment because I missed a few. And so my body wasn't fully recovered. And also the half marathon is kind of soon. So I was like, I'm just going to take it chill. I naturally just ran faster. And so I think that's one of the amazing things that I love about, you know, taking on a challenge or doing a race or just doing something new and hard is that it builds your self-confidence because you go into it thinking, how on earth am I going to do it? And I don't even know if I can do it. Like even this morning and like this whole last week, I've been thinking about this 18 kilometer run and I've kind of been like, not stressing about it, but like, oh God, the 18, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then I go smash it. You can't tell me that that is not the best way to build up your self-confidence. By doing challenging things, you are quite literally proving to yourself, I can do more than I think. And that was the same like with my chin-up journey. I gave myself a number of 10 and I was only at three or four chin-ups. And I wasn't sure at all how I was gonna get to 10 if I could only do three chin-ups at the time. But I just set it as a goal and I worked towards it. And then I hit five, I hit six, I hit seven, I hit eight and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit the 10. I don't know how still because I'm on eight. And week by week, I was hitting the PRs or even month by month because I dislocate my shoulder in the middle of it too. And when I did 10, I was like, oh, oh my God. Like if I set a goal, I can do it. And that's just so, I think, inspiring for ourselves because I think, I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of thoughts, dreams and ideas. And sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. And sometimes I'm like, how am I going to do it all? But slowly by doing these challenging things and proving to myself that I can actually do it, it just shows that I can continue to do it and in different aspects, not just fitness, but work, personal, everything. Okay, so I have quite a few random things I want to talk about today. And my thoughts are not organized at all. I'm just going for it. So I've had a lot of realizations lately. I think there's been a shift within myself too. And I'm just going to explain so many like random little things. Number one thing, which is so, so exciting for myself, is I am no longer scared of my thoughts. Ooh, but I thought you had anxiety. I know, I know, but hear me out. My whole life, I have been one to think a lot and take this in whatever way you want. I can only speak from my experience, but I've had a lot of thoughts and not necessarily anxiety. It could just be ideas or things I wanna do, or my brain just thinks at a quick rate. And so I've had that. And then I would say the last six, seven months, I kind of went more into anxiety overthinking. You know, I struggled with eating disorder and depression prior, went through recovery. You know, you go through your whole journey. And then the last six months out of nowhere, I'm overthinking all the time. And I'm like, damn. Now I know that definitely has something to do by my anxious attachment style. So I was like low key, like in a situation ship kind of vibe. And so that set off my anxiety. And that's what we've kind of discovered with the therapist. So if you are going through like a breakup or a situation ship or like a thing where your relationship isn't too stable and then you're wondering why you have anxiety, it is because your anxious attachment style has probably been triggered. So just take that in mind. Anyway, so coming out of that and whatnot, but still, I still have a lot of, a lot of thoughts. Anxiety or not, there's a lot of thoughts. And 
you know, I go around and I'm always like, oh, when will I get rid of them? When will they go? When will I have peace? And then it was until I was on holiday and I had a few days and there was just some switches. There was some switches. And what I realized, because I experienced it, is I slowed down the thoughts. I managed one by one. So let's say a thought came in, an intrusive thought of like, what are you gonna reply to that person? Um, and what about this and what about that? And normally it will just run. It will run. Say, what about this? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, can you give me a break? Can you give me a break? I don't know what to do. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I get anxious about it all. And then what I realize is if I just slow it down a bit and assess the situation and lay it out. Okay, this person has said this and you feel this way about it. Breathe. And I breathed. I slowed it all down. And I just almost like, you know, when you have that higher self, call it your 30 year old self, call it your 25 year old, your 50 year old. It doesn't really have an age. It's just this kind of the person that you tap into and they're like the better version of you anyways. And I'm just like, what do you have to say? Tell me, please tell me. And it was like, the answer was within me. And so all this time I'm like racing to get rid of all these thoughts. And really, if I just slowed it down a notch, breathed and asked myself, what should I do about this situation? There were times where I was like, um, you need to use your voice and you just need to text them and that'll be that. And I gave myself the fucking answer that I needed instead of going a thousand times in my head. Do you know what I mean? Like we go in circles when really I, the answer is within us. Now, this is harder said than done. I have also done a lot of therapy work. So basically the more you kind of like unravel yourself, the more you can like fine tune yourself kind of vibe, become more intuitive and whatnot, but it's all within us. It's all within us. And yeah, so I kind of, continued and I kind of realized like this is another edge of it so there's one element of like slowing it down breathing and asking myself and realizing that I do actually have that I have all the information within me that I need I'm not saying that I'm right about everything but like in the current situation I can I can be there for myself and then the next thing is that I realized that I have a lot of golden thoughts and what I mean by golden thoughts is not anxiety thoughts, like ideas and thoughts about the world and um, putting things together and understanding things and just ideas of what I wanna do with my job or with this or with that. And I don't give myself the time of the day to let them in. I always just kind of walk around like so many ideas, but I don't know. And I, I don't really let myself fully kind of let it in and then the other day literally yesterday when i had this realization that i like my thoughts and actually they're there for me and they're here to support me and there's actually golden nuggets of information within it i went to the bookstore and firstly i bought a new journal because i ran out and that's my favorite time when i buy a new journal i'm like this is a fresh start um so i do fill up my whole journal i don't just like go halfway stop get a new one anyways I went in the store, I got a journal and I also, it was this little book and it said project book. And it just says you just lined a little lined notepad with a few dividers. And I thought this is gonna be my light bulb book. This is gonna be when I have thoughts, when I have ideas, I'm going to write this stuff down and I'm gonna dedicate parts of my day to sit down and let everything flow and come out and give myself that time of day to actually just get it all out. 
And I did it last night and guys, it was crazy. Like it was crazy. I didn't stop for two hours. And isn't that so weird that those thoughts were like inside of me, but I was just letting them bubble. And so I would procrastinate and distract myself and dissociate myself and do other things and ignore the fact that I have these stuff. But if you actually just like stop and let them out, they come out with like at such a rush. Now, obviously this is just my personal experience. So just take what you want, but it was crazy. I wrote so many things down. And so I was talking about this with my therapist yesterday. There's two sides of it. You want to get your ideas down, but then you also want to make space to take action because what will drive you crazy is, and this is for myself, is repeating things you want to do. Oh, I want to start my business. I want to start a brand. I want to start a new YouTube channel and then not taking action. That is what will drive you up the wall and also decrease your self-confidence. So what I was saying earlier about when you do something hard, it builds up your self-confidence. When you don't do the things, it decreases. When you miss three runs in a row, that's why you you don't feel very confident that you're going to go on the next one. And that's why sometimes just people stop overall. And so it would actually be damaging for me if I sat down every day this week and wrote all my thoughts, but didn't do anything. Didn't even put an hour of free time in my day, like dedicate, get rid of something else and let myself do an hour of putting these things into action. You're going to put yourself in a little hole because again, you're going to decrease your self-confidence that oh, I have all these ideas, but I don't get any of it done. And I think this is the year of like doing that thing that you've really wanted to start. And the reason why we don't is because we have limiting beliefs about it all. So if you want to make a YouTube channel, but you find yourself saying, what will other people think? Or like, what if my videos don't go viral, then it'll be weird. Or like, what if that person, right, that's your limiting beliefs. That is a limiting belief. You have a belief that people care and people are going to judge you and think less of you. And that belief is limiting you, hence limiting beliefs. And so even let's say a personal one for me, I want to build a brand. And sometimes I go to myself, mm, I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite old enough. I don't know how to do it. Right. There's my limiting belief. And until I get rid of that limiting belief, and that can be by slowly putting action towards it, or actually taking time to go into my journal and journal why I think there's this belief in the first place. Because sometimes you can't just put action against it. You actually need to take a second and understand, for example, if we're talking about my brand, why do I think it's too big? Why, why do I think I'm not old enough? Do I not take myself seriously? When else in my life was I made you know, feel like, did anyone tell me that I could never do stuff and then whatever, and then did it damage my belief? So it's kind of, you have to be a little bit of an investigator with your life. So if we go onto the YouTube channel and you've got those limiting beliefs that people are going to judge you or TikTok or Instagram or fitness account or beauty account, if you actually just took a second to journal and say, why do I think that people are going to judge me? But more importantly, when else was I taught this? When else did I feel like this? And then what might happen is you might go, well, when I was 13, I made an account or when I was 13, my sister said I looked so ugly with makeup on and that I looked so, so shit. Or do you know what I mean? Like you'll have memories of little things. And then the amazing thing, guys, I think some people are scared that if they go too deep, they'll get in a hole and then they don't know what to do with it. If you figure out where that little limiting belief came from or something, you then have knowledge and understanding about the situation and you can go, okay, right. So it's my 13 year old self in the passenger seat right now who's afraid she's gonna be judged. 
I quite frankly, my adult self doesn't really care. And so I'm just gonna tell my 13 year old self, all is good, but I'm gonna do this cause it's my life. Do you know what I mean? And so you haven't gone deep. You haven't, you're not crying in your sofa for five days in a row about it. You can, and that's a great way to process. But I'm saying that it's actually very fun to investigate, find out, do a little bit of, you know what? But again, that stuff is quite deep and you wanna, I'm not gonna say take it slow when you journal, just depending on where you're at with yourself and what support systems you have around you. If you go really deep, some things you're not able to process by yourself. Like that's true. That's really, really true. There'll be times where I'll be voice noting my therapist and be like, okay, this came up for me. I felt like this. And she's like, we'll, we'll deal with it on Monday on therapy because you can't do that right now. And not in a way of like, you can't deal with stuff. Like I can deal with that, but going into it deeper is quite a lot on ourselves. So that's why like, I'm always an advocate for therapy because it allows someone else to almost navigate those conversations and help you process through. Ooh, I'm a little bit of a chatterbox today. Um, okay, next thing that's kind of like popping into my mind is I, it was Monday morning, literally yesterday, and I woke up at 5 a.m. Lord knows why I'm waking up so early right now. It is not on purpose. The sun is rising and I have a bloody eye mask on and my body knows it's, <laughs> the sun is up. It's ready to start the day and I just wake up. Anyways, I was like, what do I do with myself? And you know what? What the holiday inspired me and kind of taught me, well not taught me, but reminded me was how important outside time is. And I definitely don't prioritize getting outside time at the beginning of my day. And actually Haley, who's a lovely listener, follower, bestie of this little community. She actually um, voice noted me the other day and basically said like how much outside time in the first hour of her day really helps. And so I was trying to do that. Um, but yeah, I went to Spain and obviously, you know, when you wake up and you got a little coffee in your hand, you go sit on the balcony and just the different vibe. You don't rush your day. You, you take that 20 minutes, to just sit outside and look at the sun. I don't even think of doing that in England. Obviously it's a bit colder, so I can understand why. Anyways, going on, it was early in the morning and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go on a walk because I'm going to do it for my mental health. And I could kind of tell, even though I had the realization a few days prior that I like my thoughts, there were a few anxiety thoughts or just a little, a little rumble in the jungle. You know, you know, when there's a little feeling in your throat, and there's a little too many thoughts in your mind. I was still getting that. And so I went on this walk because, you know, they say movement helps you. And so I'm walking and I'm 20 minutes into my walk. I'm in a beautiful park and I actually get mad at myself and I go, please tell me why you don't feel better. You are moving, but I feel cold. I feel stuck in my body. I'm in my head. I don't feel good. What is this? And I kind of realized like, even though I was like listening to music, I was so structured in the way that I was walking. Do you know what I mean? Like so rigid. No wonder I was cold. And even though I was moving, it was just, I don't know. And I stopped and the sun was gleaming into my eyes. And I know I basically previously had already done this. I say done this stuff, like basically dancing, but I did it in Bali and just after Bali and it was super healing. And it's a very intuitive, and I and I do do it time to time. Like you'll see me, I'll post like little clips of me dancing. It's very just like intuitive, like vibes, whatnot. But I kind of forgot how much it helped me. Anyways, I was looking into the sun, music was in my ears. 
And I just waved around a little. And I'm in a public park. There's cyclists going past me. It is 6.30 a.m. though. And I just start dancing. And my dancing gets bigger and bigger. And then suddenly I'm like, I don't give a crap. And I am just like... I'm in this like little pathway and I'm, I'm spinning, I'm jumping, I'm twirling, I'm pouncing, I'm prancing, I don't know. And I felt so free. I was out my head. I was listening to the music. I was feeling good. A few runners went by and I was just doing my own thing, doing some stretches. And within 10 minutes, even two minutes, I felt good. But after 10 minutes of just doing this free flowing dancing, I was like, oh my God this is it. And this quote, I kid you not, just flowed into my mind. So I need to share it with you. You can't get out your mind by using your mind. You have to use your body. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you have anxiety and you're thinking and you try to stop your thinking by your mind, you literally talk to yourself and you're like, can you just stop, 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 right? You can't use your mind to stop your mind. But you can use your body, but there's another but. You have to be intentional with the movement because as I described, I was walking for 20 minutes already and I felt like crap. So when they say all oh, movement is great, it's like, yeah, but obviously movement is great, but to feel the real benefits, you've got to let go. You, you, you've got to tap into something else. You gotta be a little bit more free flowing. So whether that's you're running and not feeling good, just shake your arms, laugh out loud, smile, shake your body a bit, and you might feel a bit more free. If you're walking and you find yourself walking right now and you haven't been feeling good, just take a second and like shake your bum, shake your arms, get out of this kind of like robotic, rigid, fast paced life and just take a second to be playful. And I don't know where I was going with this, but Oh yeah, you got to use your body and it's got to be a bit more intentional. So I was doing the walk prior to it. It didn't feel great, but on the walk back, I was feeling amazing. I was still dancing with my hands as I was like, I realized I like dancing with my hands. It kind of keeps me concentrated and my thoughts concentrated. Anyways, I was walking back and I felt great. And yeah, so if that helps you, um, and it took me ages to understand. My therapist literally always texts me whenever I like send her a text of like all the things that are going on in my head. She'll reply with a one sentence, which fair enough. But she'll go, Anna, get out your mind and get into your body. And that text always drives me off the edge because I'm like, Cara, I'm trying, okay? And you're just telling me to come out of my head a little bit hard. Now I understand. And you can't get out of your head by using your head. Obviously, there are other tools like gratitude and positive thinking. And I'm not saying there's not anything else. I'm just saying when you're really in there, you, you've got to be doing something else and you don't always have to do crazy movement. Breath work is getting into your body, right? It's just about getting into your body. So maybe like EFT tapping actually really helps me as well. If I'm dissociated, um, I will tap my face, the side of my hands, my chest just helps me get into the present moment. Other things that help me get into the present moment is looking at your hand. Do it right now. As you're listening, look at your hand, look at all the little crevices. It is so detailed, it is so right in front of us. You you can't dissociate while looking at that. And I always find it just, I don't know, just makes you feel, and then you move your fingers. I'm literally doing it right now. We're kind of weird, we're kind of like aliens. Anyways, so yeah, and also shower helps you as well. But yeah, that was my thoughts on that. Okay, now I wanna talk about undiagnosed ADHD because 
I think I'm onto something here. I've obviously always kind of known a little bit, but I think it's just harder with women because the side effects are different. And like, if you weren't like an annoying boy at school that couldn't keep concentrated, you didn't have ADHD. Do you know what I mean? Like I was, I was concentrated at school or whatnot. Anyways, there's just been a lot of things recently that I'm almost just like, okay, girl. Like it was really apparent to me, like since hanging out with my friend more that I take really long to get out the house and I'll forget things and stuff. So that's one thing. And like, it was so funny the other day when we were on holiday together, it took me like 40 minutes to go get some sunglasses because as I was walking downstairs, I was like, oh, a blanket that will keep me warm upstairs. And then I was walking to go get the sunglasses. And then I was like, oh, actually, I would really love strawberry. Then I went and got strawberry and then I completely forgot what I was down there for. And I did about 10 other things. Then I remembered I needed the sunglasses. So I got the sunglasses. And then there was about five other things that I remembered as I was going upstairs. And then I suddenly realized I was like, oh, my God, I was supposed to go back to my friend. And it was just like crazy. And then one of the things that we actually did, which guys, it actually works. So if you struggle, like going to a particular room to get something and just coming back concentrated, it went from 40 minutes to get sunglasses. And then basically we were hanging out for five minutes and I was like, oh, I need to go get some water. And she literally was like, no, Anna, you will take another 40 minutes because this house is big, by the way. So there's a reason why. Anyways, what I did, and guys, this was so good. I repeated the word of the thing I needed to do. And I think I, yeah, so it was water. So I was repeating water, water, water. It might've been a different thing, but I remembered like, you're obviously going downstairs water and you can't forget what you were going to get because you are physically repeating it. And anything that doesn't have like have to do with water, you ignore. If there's other things you need, you're just like, no, I'm getting the water. Then I got the water and I go, right, Amelia. Amelia's my friend. And so I kept saying Amelia until I went back up to Amelia and I ignore everything else that hasn't got to do with Amelia. She timed me and I took one minute. So 40 minutes to one minute. That's crazy. And so, yeah, just kind of an explanation, not an explanation, but talking about this whole like undiagnosed ADHD. I don't really know what to do about it. Like, do I need to get myself diagnosed? And for what reason? It probably would help me just mentally to know that, but also... I'm just like, I don't know the process, but also I think like, I don't need to have anything confirmed. I can just know, or maybe I don't. And it doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, but anyways, other things that I kind of realized was just like my concentration and how I can get like super fixated on something. Like it could, I could procrastinate and not be concentrated. But as soon as I start editing and actually get in the flow, I will sit in a coffee shop for five hours straight and forget to pee and forget to drink and forget to do anything. And I will be locked into a zone. And so it's just that contrast of just like, oh my gosh, like I'll be doing one thing and I, and I can't remember to do any normal bodily responses like peeing, like eating, like drinking water. And then I'll come out of it and I'll be like, so on adrenaline. I don't know what to do with myself. And then I'm just like, ah, and then, there's so many things, even like the way my brain just thinks about a lot of things. Also, I realized I use food and drinks as stimulation so much, which I'm not really that against. Like your girl's got to do what she's got to do. Um, and so it's almost what I found that kind of works is having something else to stimulate me allows me to concentrate on something else. 
And I actually work fine in a editing way because I, I know what works for me. For example, working in a coffee shop helps me because the background noise keeps me motivated. Even though I've got noise cancelling headphones, the slight buzz behind me helps me stay concentrated. So I know for a fact that I can step in and I can do hours. So that's great. But on a level of like, I need to go grocery shopping or I need to tidy up or I need to do a few things around the house or even just chill. I need something else to, or if I'm like editing something on my phone while I'm at home, I need something else to stimulate me, whether that's having a nice coffee in my hand, having a drink, having a herbal tea, having a sippy cup, having gum, having food, having snacks, having meals. Like it's kind of weird how much there needs to be going on in order for me to just stay somewhat concentrated. Um, Also what I found helped is listening to brown noise when I sleep. Weirdly, I don't know why I even have earplugs. So then I just play it a bit louder. It just kind of helps. And I think you can use brown noise for work as well, but I kind of wanted to keep the noises separate so that I don't start falling asleep when I work. I don't know if that's going to happen, but the fact that I now use brown noise for sleeping, I use white noise if I'm editing in my house or like working in my house. But what I found is that if I'm doing my like light bulb moment, creative stuff at like 6, 7 p.m., I don't need to force myself to stay concentrated. I am so connected to myself that everything flows. And I think this is another thing. I think the ADHD habits and I'm going to call them like, they're obviously not ticks, but just those things that can really overwhelm us or just the traits. I think they heighten when we're disconnected from ourselves. Like when you're more unregulated, like dysregulated, you will take longer to do everything. You will feel more overwhelmed. You'll forget things. You'll be everything. But when you're more connected, maybe a little bit more spiritual, I'm not pushing spirituality, but just like a bit more connected with yourself. I think everything gets a tiny bit easier. Like I think it does. Um, So I think even just taking a breath sometimes can be quite healing in itself. So I'd say the last month, I've definitely realized a lot more traits, but then within that, I'm finding things that help. And I think that's one of the main things, no matter who you are, what you're going through, some things we just cannot, I'm not going to say get rid of, but they're just part of us and we can go against them and we can be mad at them and we can be like, oh, why am I so disorganized? Why am I always forgetting things? Why am I never doing this? But what we need to do is just find the hacks that work for us and be okay with it. Like I, like instead of being mad at myself that I need stimulation drinks and food all the time, I just accept it and I go, it helps me concentrate so you can sod one. Do you know what I mean? If I need to have a green juice and then two iced lattes and then a trip drink, which is basically just like a CBD fizzy drink and then a herbal tea. If I need to have that running through my day, so be it. I'm going to, I'm going to work with myself. I'm not going to work against myself. If you know you need body doubling and you need someone else there to help you work, do it. Like me, when I stopped trying to go to a cafe, like a coffee shop to work, my productivity went down. Why am I trying to go against myself when I know what works? So when you know things that work, it's okay to do them, okay? Even if they're a little bit different to the normal, I don't think anyone's got a normal mind, but to let's say your friend or someone who just seems like they don't struggle with that stuff, it's okay to do the things that you know help you, right? And obviously there's sometimes there's gonna be ones that are better for you than worse, um, but it's all your own journey. It is all your own journey. 
Um, but yeah, sorry, that was a lot of thoughts again. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, which is like a whole nother thing. And I'm going to try to just take a breath so I can slow down a bit. Everyone can take a breath with me. Breathe in. And breathe out. <sighs> okay, so previous to, I'm going to say my holiday or before that, I you know, let's say in relationships or with people, I obviously like my alone time, but I didn't understand fully what it did for me. And so within that, I found I am the type of person when I get into a relationship with someone, I want to spend all my time with them. And I don't understand when they don't want to. Like that was literally me up until like a couple of days ago, I kid you not. I wanna do work together. I wanna gym together. I wanna chill together. I wanna go get coffee together. Like I wanna do everything. And I genuinely don't understand why someone wouldn't. And my previous relationships, it worked because that person wanted to do that too, because that was also their kind of, I'm not gonna say attachment style, but yeah, like they, they found that comforting within it too, right? You do everything together. Then recently, not say recently, but just like, I'd say my last kind of thing, um, we were different and they wanted alone time. And I really, really struggled like understanding that and understanding that it wasn't me. I, I genuinely would think like, have I done something to piss them off? Why don't they want to spend time with me? Because on my half, it was like golden treasure if we could spend the whole day. So when they want alone time, whether that's a day, an hour, a week, I wouldn't understand that. And then there was a switch within me. And I know my friend will be okay with me talking about this, but I had a almost realization of what the other side felt like, like the people who like their alone time and it recharges them. I stepped into that and it was new for me because previously I liked to do everything with someone. You know, you, you do everything together. And I liked that and that brought me comfort. And then suddenly I'm, I'm experiencing the other side. And I was like, what is this? And it was just so interesting because it gave me perspective of what the other person is experiencing. And just on my behalf, and maybe this will help you if you are quite solidly I'm not going to say anxiously attached, but let's say that person who wants to spend all that time or doesn't understand why someone would want alone time or gets upset when someone changes plans or doesn't reply to you and you're overthinking about what to say to someone. This is what I had noticed. I was in my own world and nothing was because of the other person. Nothing, nothing pissed me off. Nothing they said, they weren't too much. They weren't too little. They weren't nothing. Like I was just in my own world and within that I enjoyed being in my own world at times and also within that after a certain amount of time of being with someone all the time I actually craved taking a step back to think my thoughts and be with myself and it recharged me so that I could come back to the friendship and be more me because otherwise you're getting a deflated version like I, I found myself being deflated a few days not because of the other person, but because I didn't have that alone time to recharge, I couldn't actually be my funny present self within the friendship. 
which is so interesting, right? Like you, you think it's really about you and like, oh, I've done something wrong. No, like I couldn't turn up as my best self. And so taking a step back allowed me to recharge and then come back into moments and laugh more and, and be more present because I was actually getting that alone time. And so isn't that just so beautiful to kind of like have that perspective on, especially like going forward of any future kind of relationships is that like, I need that alone time too. And I will actually understand, I'll genuinely understand what they mean by when they say they want alone time and not the fact that I've done anything wrong or that I'm too much. Like I'll, I'll generally be like, oh yeah, no, I get it. I need my alone time too. Like I really feel you. And so I'm not gonna take it personally. So I just, I'm amazed by that. So if you are that person that likes alone time and you don't understand how other people have never understood that, like I can come from both sides now and be like, I felt both. And so since experiencing that kind of reverse side of things, I really feel like a different person because I, I like, I've obviously I've lived alone for like six months now and I liked my alone time before. I did, but this feels like a different edge. This feels like a, I don't know. And I'm not saying I'm gonna be solitude. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I have, I'm just aware a little bit more. And yesterday and today, especially yesterday, because I, really, I haven't felt like I've started my day today, even though I ran 18 kilometers and recording a podcast, but <laughs> yesterday guys, oh, it was so nice. So I'm just gonna explain it to you. And I feel like this is where I'm gonna like finish the podcast, but a few things. Firstly, to note, um, kind of random, but I carry normally a tote bag everywhere. And every day I have to think about what I need to pack and I chuck things in there. You know, most of the time it stays in the bag and I look in the bag, I see what I'm missing, run around the house, find a charger. Within that, it takes me quite a while to leave the house, as you can imagine. But also you don't always have everything you need. Like when you're having a tote bag, you don't really want to put like papers in there and stuff. So what would happen is, is I would go for my like coffee shop sesh to do admin, but I would never quite have my receipts or never quite have this thing. Why? Because I've got a little flimsy tote bag and I don't really want to carry too much. And then obviously I just came back from a holiday. And so my rucksack was plain view in front of me yesterday morning. And what I noticed was that I feel so organized every holiday I go on. And it's because I always wear the same rucksack. It's like a, uh, it's got lots of compartments in, like almost like electronics rucksack. It makes me feel organized. It's clean, it's it, it's good vibes, it's sturdy. It's like a laptop bag, but I only, I only wear it for the plane. And I always feel so put together and just, I feel like I know where everything is. And so it was out because I had just been on holiday. I just had this little brainwave of like, why don't you pack the rucksack today? As I was packing it guys, it honestly felt like I was just this adult going to work, it was just this different vibe that was hitting. I was putting my electronics in one, my paperwork in the other, my journal, my notebook, all my pens that I need, everything. And I left the house in a different energy. I wore a cute like black jacket, like sports jacket with black track suits. And I looked very like put together. I turned up to the gym and I felt in control. I felt there was a different energy going into the gym. I think one thing to notice is what you think other people are thinking of you in the gym is what you think of yourself. And that's quite hard to swallow. It's true. And whether that's, I don't feel good. I, I think they're judging my body. I'm sorry to say, but it is you. And that's okay. There's nothing to 
I'm not trying to be harsh about it. It's just that moment of realization. No one is judging your body. It's only you. So actually there's a beauty within it that no one's actually judging anything that you're thinking. It is just you that's thinking that. And so if you can work through those thoughts, you'll just become more free as a person because you realize no one actually cares. Anyways, as I was walking into the gym, I had a little thing of like, why do I feel like everyone's taking me a little bit more seriously today? Like I'm not just here to play around and do what not in the gym, right? Mess around, got as much time as I want, not really that focused. Like I'm focused in my gym sessions, but whatever. And I was like, I feel, I feel like everyone's taking me a bit more seriously today. And not even like jumping into other people's heads, but just kind of, I felt more serious. And then that's when I realized like, oh crap, it's, it's because I feel, I, I was so focused in my session. I turned up and I didn't look at a single person. I didn't care what other people were doing. I was just in my own zone and I was training for myself. I was doing my pull-ups for myself. I was pushing myself. I was doing what I needed to do. I was resting when I needed to rest. I was stretching when I needed to stretch. And I just did a 45 minute, I'm gonna say blast, but like I literally just did three sets of chin-ups, some handstands on a dumbbell and some single leg exercises. I just felt like a 25 year old who's got their life together, who goes for a morning workout and then goes to work. Because this was the day that I was up at 5 a.m., right? When I had the dancing realization across the sun, right? That was the morning. So I was at the gym by eight. So again, life was on speed that morning. And I just, I just felt organized. 8 a.m. at the gym in a matching set. In my own world, yes, I'm on top of things, thank you. And then I went to the coffee shop and I journaled and I and I doing my stuff and I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like I've kind of leveled up in myself. And I think that is lovely when we feel it and you will feel it too. And everyone has done it and will continue to level up in themselves. You will notice, you'll be like, wait, I wasn't this type of person six months ago or three years ago or two years ago. It's because you, you level up. And that's why I'm always so willing to be reflective. Obviously, probably at the beginning of my like therapy journey, you know, year and a half ago, I've always been quite a reflective person, hence my platforms and stuff. But as I was going more into therapy, I realized there's no point having a resistance in healing parts of you and investigating and processing because you genuinely grow from it. And so now it's like one of my favorite things about myself is that I'm so open to know where I need to work on next. And not in a way of like, I'm not good enough and I need to be better, but in a way of like, okay, that's interesting that I don't know how to use my voice with this certain person. I'm gonna journal about it or I'm gonna go to therapy about it and I'm gonna figure it out. And then there'll be like a limiting belief over my dad or that I couldn't speak up to him or that if I said something I could anger him and therefore damage our relationship and I'm like oh golden nugget and then I realized that it's a past thing and that it's not actually true what I believed when I was younger and then I'm able to use my voice to that person that I thought I couldn't and then life is better because you actually use your voice and you talk about what you need to talk about and you get the things that you need to get and then honestly guys like yeah this is your reminder to work on yourself it here is the reminder anyways I I'm so, so intrigued about what you think 
about this episode because I haven't organized my thoughts at all. And I also don't know if things make sense. I think there's like a level of, you know, when you figure something out in your brain, but you don't know if other people have. And so it might not make sense to them yet. Do you know what I mean? So if this is somewhat interesting or you understood or you think it can like, or found that it's like helped you in any way, I would absolutely love to know your feedback. I generally read through my DMs and it really kind of supports me. If there's any way to support me, obviously not in that way, but just kind of getting that feedback of how a podcast and getting that kind of like positive or like those details of like, hey, like that helped me with this. It just helps me along the way because it just lets me know that I'm doing something okay. Again, I'm a 21 year old in her office recording a podcast from my own mind and being told, yeah, that made sense. And like, yeah, that helped me. It goes, okay, great. So what I'm doing is, is okay. And then I'm going to continue going. Do you know what I mean? And I guess maybe that's one of my little beliefs is that sometimes I feel like I talk too much or that I have like thoughts that maybe aren't quite comprehensible or that are a bit silly. I think that's one of the thoughts I have is that some people sometimes listen and be like, well, that's a little bit far-fetched, but really it is inside Anna's mind. And I made this podcast to be <laughs> listened to. And what I actually found, sorry, ramble, but I, when I talk to friends, I have like a cutoff point where if I don't feel like someone is interested or like not replying, and because some people generally just listen and don't reply or whatnot, I, and if someone doesn't voice something back, I don't know whether someone's interested. And so like, I'll low key stop. And then I'll think like, I've talked too much, just slight, not, not actually like, this is something I'm kind of working through, but I'll just kind of stop because also I never want to bore the people around me in terms of, even if they listen to my podcast, like some of my friends literally message me about, oh, I listened to your podcast. and like, I like this and I like that. But for some reason, I feel that if I was talking to them in person and I spoke for half an hour straight, I think as anyone, like we just wouldn't make sense. So what I'm trying to say is that this podcast is my safe place because I always know that I can chat as much as I want to chat. And if you guys want to pause, tune, skip, not listen, that's up to you. But on my behalf, like I like the fact that I can just get all my thoughts down and yeah. Anyways. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Love to hear your feedback. And also if you enjoyed it, you can give a little rating on Spotify or Apple Music, which I would highly appreciate. Also, if you want more chit-chatting, I am on YouTube and I do post long vlogs. So they are also that. But I'm sending lots of love and I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.